Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Joining us on the program to look at this and look at, uh, well, 2020 is the Premier of Saskatchewan, consistently ranked the uh, most um, favored and uh, most liked and respected Premier in the country, Scott Moe. Premier, thank you very much for the time. And what's going on in Spiritwood? Uh, thank you, Roy. Yeah, we had, uh, we're fortunate up here in, uh, in the northwestern portion of our province where we had. Uh, a hockey day in Spiritwood, as well as a hockey day in Shelburne, two communities uh, near and dear to my heart, uh, where we see uh, all of the youth in the communities out playing hockey, celebrating uh, in the arena, and, and uh, real, r- real good events, and, and just some fantastic Saskatchewan community spirit going on here. And minus fifty-two. Yeah, and, and a little bit chilly, but uh, it's it's warm. It's warm in the rink. Let me get you uh, to share with us your view of the decision made by the Supreme Court of Canada on Friday. And you on this program in 2018 had great concerns about one premier, and it was Premier Horgan, and one province, British Columbia, having specific and uh, and, and really um, undue influence on decisions that would affect everybody in the country. And you said, if that happens, and I'm paraphrasing right. you, uh, the question is, do we have a nation? So what's your sense of what happened on Friday? Well, this shouldn't be an unexpected decision, a unanimous decision by the Supreme Court of Canada on uh, on, on BC's uh, action to really delay or or, or stop a uh, uh, pipeline, uh, which is exclusively in the federal uh, area of jurisdiction. We've always said that, and and so this should surprise no one that this with this unanimous decision has come forward. We applaud the decision, and and we truly hope now that uh, you know all of those involved on the ground at the uh, the local level of, of governance and leadership as well as uh, provincial and federal uh, levels can uh, work together to ensure that that we can construct this piece of nation building infrastructure so that we can continue to add uh, wealth uh, not only to communities uh, in Alberta and British Columbia but by extension to communities right across Canada. Premier, we have a federal government which wields really disproportionate influence and overrides provincial decisions. And soon the Supreme Court of Canada will have to decide whether this is the case with the Trudeau government imposition of its carbon tax on Saskatchewan and Alberta. And it'll be, um, and other provinces, uh, Ontario as well, of course, there'll be multiple provinces which will be making that case before the Supreme Court. Has the uh, Trudeau pushing aside provincial best efforts in order to have his way significantly damaged federal, provincial, intergovernmental relations in Canada. What are we starting out with in 2020? Just a, an imbalance? Oh, a very, uh, you know, a very divisive nation. And, you know, Roy, we've talked about uh, the results of the federal election and in different areas of this nation, uh, it, it really, uh, which are, are displaying, uh, you know, the differences uh, that we have across this nation. But as I said, we need to, we need to continue, uh, you know, working together if we're going to actually become a, a stronger nation than we are today and we have some work uh, to do uh, to do there uh, you mentioned the the supreme court uh, case that's coming on the carbon tax this is a you know a, a very very different uh, situation than what we've seen with the 
uh, BC's action on the pipeline, where the judges have unanimously uh, decided uh, in the in the federal government's favor. We intervened on that case. We applaud that case. In the case of the the climate policy uh, action that we have brought, um, what we saw at the the provincial court of appeal in Saskatchewan was not a unanimous decision, but a a very split decision, a three-two uh, decision, where the minority or dissenting report was uh, much longer than the majority report. So uh, this is a case to watch as we move forward, not only uh, in the way of, of climate policy being uh, an area uh, to, for provinces to work with the federal government, not for the federal government to impose their will, um, but but this is an important case on uh, the discussion and the conversation around other areas of shared jurisdiction, if you will, uh, areas such as education, areas such as language rights. Uh, if the federal government is able to impose their will uh, when it comes to imposing a, a carbon tax on, on, on certain provinces and not others, uh, well, who's to say that they aren't going to take a step further at some point uh, in the way of, of education policy or language rights? Or, uh, so this is an important case, uh, not just for Saskatchewan, but for, for all Canadians. Premier, uh, again, just referencing this Angus Reid Institute survey shows Canadians in the western provinces, Manitoba, and then strongly Saskatchewan and Alberta, being dissatisfied with how things are going in this country. You have an election coming up in, uh, in, in Saskatchewan this year. You're going to be running uh, for, to, to stay in power. What are the issues in your province? Oh, well, most certainly uh, this, the, the Angus Reid poll is indicative of the, you know, the general feelings that I, that I get when I talk to people on the street across uh, Saskatchewan. And, you know, let me be clear, those, those frustrations are not uh, so much uh, with, with Canada as a nation. Uh, those frustrations are very specific uh, to the more recent uh, policy direction that has come out of our federal government over the course of the last four years. Policies uh, that are impacting the way that we create wealth, not only in, in our province and our communities, but, but in our families. And there's people here that have lost their job, uh, essentially, uh, due to decisions that have been made at the federal level. And, and that is where the frustration uh, lies, is, is in the direction uh, that our federal government is taking that is impacting uh, the, the, the health and wealth of, uh, of our communities in Saskatchewan. Yes, we're running an election this fall. Uh, we're very much uh, looking forward uh, uh, to preparing for that election going out and, and uh, asking for four more years where we have the opportunity as a Saskatchewan party to, to represent uh, this province at not only uh, the, the federal level, but as we take steps to uh, expand uh, the, our provincial autonomy at the international level, opening up trade offices around the world, expand our autonomy, with our relationship with the federal government when it comes to uh, taking greater control of our immigration policy. You know, these are these are all factors that are going to come into play in the provincial election here this fall in Saskatchewan. And they're factors uh, where you're going to see a very clear difference uh, between the, the parties that are running and asking for uh, the support of Saskatchewan people to set our direction as a province over the course of the next four years. What is the issue? If I were to stop off in 10 homes in different parts of Saskatchewan today. And I were to say to the people in those, those 10 homes, ask the same question, what is the single most important issue in Canada, affecting Canada, affecting Canadians, affecting Saskatchewan? What would I get as an answer, do you think? The strength of our economy. Uh, you know, in, in Saskatchewan communities, uh, we rely on, on our ability to export products around the world, and we do, uh, we do this very well. We export some of the highest quality agri-food products, energy products, uh, mine products, potash, uranium, uh, as such, uh, we export it at a very competitive price. 
and uh, and we also do it more sustainably in a more sustainable fashion than anywhere else in the world. Uh, this is the the challenge, uh, indirectly or directly, at at all of the tables, virtually all of the tables that I sit with sit with uh, families across this province. Is you know what are we doing at the federal level where we are actually adding costs to the the already sustainable products that we that we are producing? Nowhere is that more indicative. And just this fall, when our, our agricultural producers, the very best producers in the world, uh, took off a, a crop, they struggled to get it due to harvest conditions that were very, very wet. We had a lot of rain this fall. Turned around and uh, had to dry uh, the bulk of that crop from corner to corner in this province and pay a carbon tax on each and every liter of, of, of uh, propane or natural gas that they use. This is a, a, a prime example of a policy that uh, is wrongheaded, a policy that really is not effective. There's no other option uh, for drying this agri-food product. And a policy that, quite simply, the federal government shouldn't have imposed on Saskatchewan farmers. And it's an example of how those policies are affecting additional industries that are creating wealth for uh, Saskatchewan people, and again, by extension, people across this nation. I know one other, and we have about uh, 60 seconds, I, I know one other issue, which is of huge importance to everyone in Saskatchewan and most of us across Canada. And that is as a football game going to be played in Regina toward the end of November, the Grey Cup. Um, Absolutely. I know you're a huge football fan. Absolutely. We are going to host in Regina, Saskatchewan, uh, what will be the greatest Grey Cup celebration that the CFL in this nation has ever seen. Um, unfortunately, to many of the other teams in the league, I know that the, our Saskatchewan Rough Riders are, are heavy favorites uh, going into this season, heavy favorites going into uh uh, the Grey Cup game, as you, as you see, I've made up my mind on who I'll be no kidding. for. No um, kidding. But we invite the rest of the nation uh, to Regina for uh, to see the facilities, quite frankly, that we have built in the stadium and the International Trade Centre. Uh, we look forward to hosting uh, the, the greatest CFL celebration in the history of the league and the history of our nation. And, and I hope you can make it, Roy. Well, that's my plan. Uh, in fact, you know, I was in uh, Saskatchewan in 2017. I plan to be back again this summer. And, uh, and, and, you know, if the, if the Tiger Cats are in the uh, Grey Cup premiere, I'll be there and we'll teach you how to say Oski Wee Wee, Oski Wawa, <laughs> Holy Mackinac, Tigers, eat them raw. Can you say that, premiere? Well, and we will start fitting you for a watermelon. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks for kicking off the new year with us. Thank you so much, Roy. You have a great 2020. Thank you. You too. Premier Scott Moe, it is hugely important that we get some sense of unity and togetherness back in this country. And uh, the numbers that we're seeing are disturbing. The split, the regional, the divide, the east-west divide in Canada is very disturbing. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.